0: Do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? If so, then welcome aboard the Boatcast, the podcast for rock boaters by rock boaters. Please welcome Mr. Todd Carey. Welcome, sir.
1: Hello, guys. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Heck yeah! This is this is awesome. It's uh, it's always it's always great to have conversations with individuals who make um, the top ten cut uh, for Soundcheck and uh, for every year for every boat. It's an exciting thing for the boat community. It's an exciting thing for the artists. And um, the, the backstory, I mean, we kind of know you a little bit. We 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 got to meet you in Texas. totally that's right um, (laughs) but uh walk us through your emotions right now man like what like what's there's probably a lot going on i know you're super excited about about being uh the semi one of the the semifinalists.
1: i am be. i'm so pumped guys first of all thank you so much for having me i've been a listener of the podcast before i was a guest you've had a lot of great artists on the podcast uh so i'm honored to be one of the artists that you guys are talking to um secondly uh honored to be part of the rock boat sound just give you a little history um i have been aware and kind of yearning to be part of the rock boat for since they started essentially i was the first year like oh one oh two oh three maybe yeah
0: 01. Yep.
1: Oh, 01. okay so i think i became aware around oh four and at this point that's we're looking at 20 years right yeah um so many friends that I've like toured with and played with over the years, the, the Tony Lucas, the Kelloggs, the, you know, the Keaton Simons. I mean, going back 20 years were guests and I would go out on tour with these guys and they'd be like, the rock boat, you know? <laughs> and I would be like, oh man, in what in what dreamscape could I be part of this boat? And so it's that background that has kind of permeated and just touring for, you know, all this time, 15 years since then and just meeting so many incredible rock boaters like in the audience of these shows, but, uh, never wanting to rush it personally. So, uh, again, just honored to be considered and, you know, maybe this is the right time. I'm hoping it is.
0: I feel I am happy that you are one of the semifinalists. Thanks Chris. Um,
1: (laughs) Just, just to be in the the mix. is like a big, big accomplishment. I, I, I think, candidly, I submitted maybe a couple years ago and it didn't happen. So just this, to me, feels like a win. So I'm yeah. pumped just to be here talking to you guys, you know?
0: Yeah. And, um, you know, for those that are listening, I know the first round closes. So um, we're releasing this on Tuesday, so tomorrow. Um, and then everybody will have just about another 24 hours-ish to get their votes in. And, um, you know, what was it like when you got whether, you know, however, however, you got notified, but yeah. once you got that, what like, who was the first person you told?
1: Uh, I told my wife,
0: Lindsay, who is,
1: <laughs> has been hearing me talk about the rock boat for as long as I've been with her <laughs> because she knows, and she's met so many of these rock, you know, rock boaters who are just the best music fans on the planet. And I'm not just saying that to gas them up. They know that, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So um again just like touring and meeting all these people over the year. So I told my wife, then then I called Rodney. Yeah, um, with that was my
0: <laughs> Rodney Flood in the house.
1: So yeah, for those of you guys listening who don't know Rodney, Rodney Flood is a drummer and an incredible human being who was on the rock boat. I know some some rock boaters noticed him last year. He was playing drums with Megan Farrell. Just and, a little uh, guy. Just a little guy. Just, just a little guy. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't really stand out in a crowd much. <laughs>
0: Six four. Man, he he Six, tore four. it up
2: at, at the the positivity jam man he just showed off that talent and i cannot wait to see him back on the boat with you just well saying.
1: i appreciate you saying that mark and and again just like uh, honored to be in the mix i'm not taking anything for granted i'm not making yeah. any assumptions at all because that i feel like is is um where where good things happen and yep. uh just just put in the best energy out there and meeting as many people as I can who are associated with the boat rock boaters. Because honestly, again, best fans on the planet, just, just people who are becoming aware, to me, that's a win. You know? And yeah. the bonus, obviously, would be getting on this boat yeah. and this experience that you guys have, which is, as we all know, the best experience <laughs> also on the planet. So I can, it, here, here's the thing. I can't even get excited about it because if I get excited about it, it doesn't happen. I'm gonna be so bummed, you know. So I'm just like steady as she goes, you know what yes, I mean? So, yes, slow and steady. And, and and as you guys know, the 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 stable of acts this year, uh, I haven't been able to really check out like the previous stables of Soundcheck acts, but it's stiff competition. There are a lot of good bands, and again, yeah. just to be part of it is like an honor,
0: you know. S- six men. Makes it very hard.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing for, for you guys and for the people on the boat. And I always, I, I say to all my musician friends when I tour, soundcheck is like the best kept secret in music. And I hate to use this word, but like in the music business, it's like one of the best kept secrets. And I I am contributing hopefully to the spreading of that because I think bands should and could benefit from this. And clearly it's starting to work because you're getting – Better and better and more professional acts and the whole thing. So yeah. again, just honored to be in the mention. You know,
0: <laughs> Todd. When did you first realize, um, as as young Todd, that that music was you know going to be your journey?
1: I think I was just a fan, a, a fan first. And thanks, that's a great question, Chris. I don't get asked that a lot, but I think um, the people who are able to stick into this stick by doing this continue to do this year in and year out because it is one of the hardest things on the planet to do that's an exaggeration but it is a challenging thing to do um i think you genuinely just have to love it you just have to because it's there are some huge rewards there's some major ups but there's also some major downs and you have to love you have to love this so much to keep to keep doing it and i think The way I started, and I always tell, like, people who, you know, when they, I think I'm a, I'm like a compliment deflector. So, one of the, when people are like, oh, you're such a great singer and blah, blah. I'm like, I'm not really, like, a singer. Like, I just learned how to do this stuff because I love it so much. So, growing up, it was, like, listening to the music, the connection, the way, um, you know, the way all of us are. The reason that you guys do what you do, the reason that the rock boaters go on the rock boat is because we, this is our core. This is our love. And so I happen to, when I loved it in high school and, and in junior high, just pick up guitar and just start playing and just obsessively do it forever and then learn how to sing and then learn how to write songs and get better every year, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you listen back to your beating, you're like, what was I doing? <laughs> it's the most convoluted long answer to your question, but the answer is I got into it because I'm a fan. I just got love into it. it because I'm a fan and I've heard other people who I really respect say the same thing. I hear Matt yeah. Nathanson say that a lot and I yeah. love that. Yeah. And i like, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you get it. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's the, you know, and you've, you've met, I'm, I know that you've met so many rock boaters on land. Um, oh yeah. You know, and you know that we get it and it's uh, it's always fun to have an artist immersed. It's always neat conversation, right? So you have, you immersed in this collective group of individuals that truly love music, right? Mm -hmm. So like some of your songs, Todd, are just as equal as like an Elton John song to me or a Stephen Kellogg song to me. They Mm -hmm. are. I appreciate that. And I feel like that's the community that Six Man as a whole, specifically for conversation purposes, the rock boat, but in general, that's the collective group of, of fans that they have because they just know how to do it. And that starts from the sound check part, bringing and, and getting bands artists to, to one and they can read the room pretty well. And they're selecting awesome artists such as yourself um, to get on, to hopefully get on that boat and kick some ass, you know?
1: Um, totally. And I think, and thanks for saying that Chris again, thanks for the kind words, Mark. And, and, and is it, how it... it's amen it's amen
2: the e is <laughs> sorry,
1: sorry. all right amen sorry man it's been a minute good to see you again
2: awesome.
1: um but uh you know the thing that i think the thing that that rock boat and sixth man have right that so few people get right like so few mu- music things is just and i'm going to use my buzzword but it's, i've been using this forever community obviously mm-hmm. and when i got into music I mean, what what made me, you know, kind of mod when modeling my career on these some of these bands that I loved growing up, Grateful Dead, Dave Matthews, um, right. and before that, obviously many other things. But it's all it's. I love the statement in Bruce Springsteen's autobiography. He talks about going to see the Grateful Dead, and he says, "You know, I wasn't necessarily a huge Grateful Dead fan." He goes, "But what I understood when I saw the Grateful Dead is that." what goes on in the audience is as important as what's going on on the stage. And I, I feel that to my core and I felt it since before I played music, because again, I'm like a fan first. And so sixth man and rock boat and, and the other cruises, they, they feel that at their core, the acts are important, but it's really, it's, it's the community, the boat and the, you know, the, the heading, the rock boat or whatever it is. That's, more important than any act. You know, at this point, it looks, I mean, Sister Hazel started the Rock Boat, but their yep. name, they don't, it's not Sister Hazel's quote Rock Boat, it's still Rock Boat. And they understand that more than anybody.
0: They, sure they do. understand
1: that it's much bigger than, and it's obviously they're the ones, but it's, uh, it's, it's a huge deal to have a community like that. And very few people, very few music entities have pulled that off. And that's what I run towards when I'm trying to get involved with music. I just that's what I care
0: about the most. Yeah, I mean, shit, we survived a tornado together. Yeah, we did. (laughs) And there's something to be said there.
2: there. (laughs) Oh man, I had to pull out the Texified shirt just for this. You got it. (laughs) Yeah, man.
1: Long story short, guys, for those of you listening, um, uh, another. Brilliant thing about the communities of Rock Boat and 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 Six Man, you know, throwing boutique festivals. Rock by the Sea. I'm probably gonna see some Rock Boaters there this year in November. Um, it Taxified this year, there was a tornado warning, and the tornado came from what I understand to be within a mile of the the venue where we were playing. And we were all huddled in this small, you know, shack essentially with a tin roof before we moved into a more solid structure. And I personally was was pretty pretty freaked out. I don't know about you guys, but it felt very
0: real to me. It felt I mean very Fireball real. Fireball helped calm my nerves a little bit. Yeah, I
2: was I, a- I was with Chris feeling pretty good on some Fireball. And I was
0: scared shitless with my wife
2: <laughs> under uh, a doorway trying to be yeah. as safe as possible. It's scary. It was genuinely it
1: was- scary. And I was like sober at that point because I have this whole like arc that I do like when I yeah. play like typically I've been having beers lately when I play, but um, usually I save it for right around the time that I hit the stage to get a little energy or whatever. So I was dead sober. And as soon as that, cause I was playing that night. So I was like, all yeah. right, I want to keep it together. And uh, as soon as we all, had, I just, it was time. And then it turned <laughs> into a party, of course. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yes, for all of us. I've got some video on my phone. That's just so funny of some of that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so good.
2: Yeah, we have some, some great video of Todd Connor just going to town once the tornado was passed. And uh, really? shout out to the Connors. Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. With his permission, I'm going to definitely try and see that at some point. <laughs> we'll send it your way.
0: Todd, uh, wh- for those that are listening that are, are still up in the air on, on voting for X, Y, and Z artists, what, what is, can you let us in a little bit about your creative process? and and how songs come to you how you create mm. your songs
1: it's a good question um i don't have a specific answer for that because it's so different all the time um you know we're talking about like being a music fan starting when i was a kid it was it was how how does this happen how does this magic get created yep. and at various points kind of over my my creation process like making records i think i'm on my fourth or fifth fifth album at this point but um i think originally the idea was pick up a guitar and let the inspiration roll in and see what happens along the way over the, the kind of the many years that i've done this it's been about getting in rooms with people who are equally and more talented than me um you know not having a i i have a band that i perform with live but not having that the traditional band where you've got guys that you're bouncing ideas off all the time Right. To me, in, in place of being in a band is, being, is working both like, with my inspiration and like, the best songwriters I can find,
2: period. Yeah.
1: And as, as someone who takes songwriting very seriously, when I get in a room with another great songwriter or two great songwriters or three great songwriters, it's like being in a super band. And so I've gone through periods of my career where that's been the way that I generate music. Now that being said this last project that I I released recently it's an album called Long Weekend that came out in June and a lot of that is me back with a guitar writing songs and then um building them out with other co-creators so I'll I'll bring like a song that I feel is in pretty good shape to another great songwriter and we'll finish it or a producer okay. and we'll bring it to life for example yeah. or or a great band a great drummer and we'll build it so that's that's the process um, I think you'll probably hear a lot of songwriters say this, but you can labor over songs for forever. There are a couple uh, songs on my album th- this year that, that are 10 years old, that I started 10 years ago. Oh. You work really hard on those songs forever for when the ones that come very quickly, say in a half hour, and some of the the, the most successful songs I've had have been written and created and recorded in a half hour. Um those tend to feel like the the purest connection with whatever the creative force is, and I think audiences feel that when they're listening yep. to a record or they're at a show. Um, so, it can really be anything. It can be a grind. It can be a quick spout of inspiration. The ones that come very quickly when you just mm-hmm. are sitting there and it's all coming. Those are the ones to me that I love.
0: And you know, the creative process, um, the rock boat, you know, textified. Those, um, you used a word earlier about the uh, like rock by the sea. Use a specific phrase, I can't think of it. But um, those communities, those those small festivals, and I think I'm calling them
1: boutique festivals. Yes, yes, Yes,
0: that's it. I I like
1: it because they're not these massive super festivals by companies. I like it. They're like people who just care and they throw the festivals. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then to go back to the creative process too, like those those ones that we're aware of they have cultivated such a, an environment for the artists mm-hmm. it's um it's basically like someone has said it before it's like band camp for artists like i love that you could just just do whatever like get up right. and just play with tony look or play with uh uh textify would have been like i don't know whoever else was there um brett newsky like you right. don't you can just bounce off ideas and um that's a testament to you and to the other artists that um, are trying to just love music for the right reasons.
1: I agree. Well, one of the things that really excites me more about the rock boat than anything, besides the community is number one, it's the audience. Again, what, what happens in the crowd is oftentimes more important than what's happening yeah. on stage. But this guy two, gets it, by the way, ah, that
2: is the right answer. Yeah, I'm saying
1: that. But it's true. It's, it's just an observation that is true. You know what I mean? Um, but the other thing that I think that I think is really unique as far as 6 men cruises go uh, with the Rockboat is there is a very collaborative community among the musicians. Yep. And that's where I come from. Like, I, I love the jam band world. And I'm really – I consider myself a guitar player first. And so when we met at Texify, like, that's what I was doing. I was just jumping up with that yeah. band. And that's my DNA. And I don't get to do it very much. So I'm excited – to again to be like considered or even the possibility of being on the Rock Book because maybe those doors would would be available to jump up with other bands or have other bands jump up. I know a lot of the guys, um, you know, alternate roots are friends of mine, the red, mm-hmm. white, and blue guys. So getting some of those guys in our sets or offering my services, whatever. Again, I'm jumping way ahead of here. No,
2: <laughs> no. Those types of things. You're, you are you are teasing us right now. <laughs> teasing us. <laughs> Who knows those guys? Been, what are you talking you about? You already had my Stop. vote, but I want to vote again. Damn it! <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I mean, again, I, I don't know if I'm I'm that different from these incredible acts that are all part of it. I think I think when you get in these situations, the hosts, you know, whether it's a boutique festival or Six Man, they've set up like a, a band camp mentality, and it just it makes it a lot easier for us to do. That which is what I love. Not everybody loves that, but I love that.
0: Yeah. The audience definitely
1: loves it. You know? Yeah. yeah. The audience. So So, we're, we're together on that. Yeah.
0: You know, what's unique? We use this word around here it's the F word. It's family. And, (laughs) um, and I think it's, again, I go back to, uh, you know, talking about the audience and, and reading when you're with family, like in the proverbial sense, you know, you can read the room, like if your relatives having an argument with someone, you walk mm, in, mm. you can feel the tension. So and true. That's how it is on the boat and at these boutique festivals. Like you can read the room, like because you're all family. Yeah, you get it. Yeah, and it's um it's like n- nothing else on this planet. Um, um, so for those that are listening, Todd, where can people go to find all things Todd Carey?
1: Ah, nice. Well, you know, I think you would go where you go to hear your music. Um, I think the, a lot of people are Spotify people, myself included. Um, YouTube, uh, I you know, uh sorry, Apple Music, any of the places that you that you love to hear your music. I'll be there. Cool. waiting for All you. All
0: right, <laughs> awesome, Todd. We thank you so much for finding time to chat with us. Oh man. The, I... uh...
1: I feel bad because I could literally just go on and on and on. So you're you're lucky you have a lot of bands to interview because I would just, I would talk to you guys for, you guys would be like, all right, I got to go.
2: So. Well, you know, on the boat, we might just take you up on that. You know? <laughs> yeah. You, well, you have your album, Long Weekend. It's got a song on it uh, called Long Year. That's what true. we need is now a long week. We just need a week with you on a boat then.
1: A week at sea. I yep. like that. I like that. Oh, one thing I wanted to just. Just quickly yeah. mention because i haven't gotten to tell the rock Bowl people because i've really just been trying to meet everybody and not like talk about what's going on but probably one of the biggest things i've had happen in my entire career is currently happening the first song on my new album long weekend is called make me feel good and was the centerpiece of a hyundai um car campaign this summer and it's it's playing i mean literally every single person i know has been just like texting me about this and when you when you go this long when you when you in it, as long as I've been, it's, it came out of nowhere. And all of a sudden I'm like, wow, this, this is probably the most people that have ever heard my music, you know, are hearing it right now. So I'm excited about that. Damn. Yeah. yeah it's congratulations. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And you know, it says a lot about where we are in 2023, where the artist is like the most psyched about getting their song in a car commercial. Um, but <laughs> that, you That's know, pretty it's, awesome. it's harder than ever. To hey, hear those, music heard, so. yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: those, those car commercial jingles, they, they hit. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, totally. look what it did for ex ambassadors, and yeah. Not gonna lie, as as a rock boat fan, when Bronze Radio Return was on Olive Garden, I was Love going that. crazy.
1: <laughs> well, and it's so cool when when those companies take an existing artist that's putting out their music, as opposed yeah. to writing something for, like you know, mm-hmm. I was, that song is my song, regardless of what you know happens with it. And same with the Bronze Radio Return or um, uh, what was the other act you mentioned? Sorry. Oh, uh, ex ambassadors. Oh, yeah. I mean, these are like the best fans on the planet, you know? So good. Yeah.
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, I, uh, that are listening, I would encourage everybody to go out and vote, uh, for Todd. Um, he, he would make a great, uh, you have, uh, the, you have my endorsement. Like, I think you should get on the boat. First, well, that's me. I'm honored. Mark, uh, um, you,
1: allowed you to guys say it, but Yeah, you got our votes, bro. Well, I <laughs> very much appreciate that. And again, never taken anything for granted just honored to be part of the conversation i genuinely mean that there's so many good bands here so it's going to be a win for the rock boaters no matter what happens can't go wrong Amen.
0: Amen. thanks so much todd appreciate your time you guys are
1: awesome thank you for taking your time and thanks for uh for working with the the family the family time over here appreciate
0: it absolutely of course man you guys are take care man have the
1: best day all right yep you too bye guys later